Grady. I'm Shirts. And I'm SARS COVID 19. And we're the Book Hose, but with hockey nicknames. <laughs> In this week's episode, we are going to be discussing our group read, which was Check Please, Books One and Two, or if you read the read it online, just the whole thing, which is by Ngozi Ukrazu. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about what we've read this week. Sarah, what have you been reading? I finished the Ruin and Rising audiobook. And then I started, I read, oh, and I finished Check Please, our group read, both of the, to me, they were like in two books, but I know it's like one webcomic, but I read it in two sections. So I read both of those. And I also started reading Twice Shy by Sarah Hogle, which is super exciting. I'm like a hundred pages into it and I am having a great time so far. I definitely recommend it. You all should definitely read it. And uh, yeah, that's about it for me. We'll talk more about, I guess, uh, both of those things later on in the episode. So um, Shruti, what have you been reading this week? So this week, I read Check Please as well. I read all four years online. I read them as a webcomic, um, but on Goodreads, I put them in as two books so that I wouldn't be too ahead of my reading challenge. Um, Although I was looking at it and because I did that, I'm now three books ahead of schedule instead of only being one book ahead of schedule. So we're really slacking this year. Um, oh, slacking and you're ahead. It's fine. Um, I also read more of The Beat Match by Kelly Siskin. So I'm now 60% of the way through that one. Um, I have mixed feelings about it. It's overall, I think I'm having a good time. It's friends to lovers, which of course, great time for me. Um, but the hero is a little bit too possessive-y, I don't know. I'm still working through my feelings on it and I'm not done yet. So I'm waiting until I finish to really make form my opinion. But so far it's, it's interesting. I'm liking it. Um, I also read more of six of crows making my way through it because we are recording on Wednesday, the show drops in two days. So I need to finish reading six of crows before the show drops. Um, I think I can do it because I do, I'm probably going to listen to the audiobook the next two days. Um, and hopefully that will help me finish it up. Um, oh yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I have a yeah. caveat for mine to use our favorite word again. <laughs> um, I was going to try to read Six of Crows before the show, but I decided I'm going to wait because I want to take my time with it. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to rush myself through it in like five days. So I'm just going into the show. I mean, I've read it like four times already, so I'm not going in like not knowing what happens, but I think I'll, but I guess my reread will take place after the show, which will be cool too. Cause then I can still compare like the book and the show and everything. So anyways, I just went, I just felt the need to explain myself since I just reread Grisha <laughs> and not Six of Crows. <laughs> but yeah, no, I am also, I'm trying not to rush through it. Like I really want to enjoy it cause I am enjoying it. Um, as we talked about last week when we did our episode on the Grisha trilogy. But um, I, I really do want to make sure I've read it before I watch the show. So even what I'm, I have told myself, and I did this also with Bridgerton when I was reading some of the books I hadn't read before, um, even though it drops like on midnight on Friday, and even though I get home from work, you know, on the Friday 3 afternoon. 3 a.m. Yeah, whatever. Depending on where you live. But Correct. for us, it's 3 a.m. We live on 3 a.m., yeah. So, but I told myself, I unless I'm done with Six of Crows, I won't start the show. So if I need to spend Friday evening finishing the book first, I will stay off of Twitter and read it first before I watch the show because I do want to make sure I read it. So I'm not going to rush through it just to get through it because I do want to make sure I'm enjoying it, but also I want to make sure I read it before I watch the show. So, but yeah, so that's pretty much everything I have read so far this week. So what about you, Grace? Uh, so this week I reread Check, Please. 
And then I'm also reading Six of Crows and taking my time with it, as you can see, because I have read, I think, one chapter since we last recorded, and I read that chapter today. <laughs> but after to be fair, those chapters are pretty long. They They're are long they chapters, are. yeah. And also, I lied just now. I read like half of the end of a chapter and like half of the beginning of a chapter, but that's a chapter pretty much. There you go. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read after this, after we finish recording. And will I finish by Friday? Uncertain. Um, I can't decide if I want to be like Shruti and like finish the book before I watch the show or decide that however much of it, however much of the book I've read by Friday is enough and watch the show and still finish the book after so we'll see um i was gonna say let me know but by the time this episode comes out i'll have made my decision so anyone who's listening thank you for the advice but i don't need it anymore future future mean has already made the choice anyway so yeah yeah that's 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 it that that's it for me so now we are going to move into the major part of our episode, which is our discussion of our group read for this month, which was Check Please by Ngozi Yukazu. And I chose it as our group read because I love it. Um, it is a graphic novel, but it started out as a webcomic. So one of my friends, Liza, was reading it back in 2016. And I was like, what, are you, what is this? And she's like, you have to read it. It's about sports, though. And I was like, I don't know. And then I read it. And like, I feel like it goes so quick because I, it wasn't finished when I read it. I, it was like at the beginning of year three. And I was like, I kept saying like, okay, I'm just going to read like one more update and, or one more like chapter. And then I'm going to stop. And I kept saying that. And then by the time I was like, okay, I'm really going to stop. I'd read, I'd read all of it. I'd read all that there was. And I was like, oh my God. Um, so it started out at first, it was just a web comic and it was just on a Tumblr. It was on omgcheckplease.tumblr.com. And then there became like a website for it. And then it got published into a book. So I've like watched it flourish in a way. And it's it's been fun. It's been fun. I really, I didn't expect to love it, but I did. I've read it. This is probably like my sixth time reading it. Not all the way through because it only ended last year, but I've read it many times and it's like, it's a quick read full of serotonin. I love the art style. I feel like it's, there's like a lot, especially when you reread it, there's like a lot more to notice because like Ngozi is very purposeful and deliberate with a lot of the art choices she makes. Like we'll probably get into it later in the episodes, but like each year of Biddy's college, and I guess I should explain the plot and I will do that next. Each year of Biddy's college, like the first chapter bookends the last chapter and like you don't notice it at first but then when you go back and read it you're like oh I know what's gonna happen and this is cool which I feel like a lot of graphic novels do which makes me want to read more graphic novels I should do that at some point but yeah and so I made Sarah and Shruti read it because Shruti has already read parts of it in fairness but Sarah's never read any of it and I wanted to make her read it <laughs> so here we are <laughs> so that's why I picked it as the group read and then, yeah, I thought it would be fun. So I will now summarize what it is about. It is about a boy named Eric Biddle. He goes by Biddy. He is a figure skater from a small town in Georgia, and he goes to Samuel University, which is in Massachusetts, and joins the hockey team. And it's like this small liberal arts college, and he's on this like hyper-masculine, not hyper-masculine, but pretty masculine hockey team. And he's not sure if he's going to fit in and he bakes and he's, he's gay. He bakes all these pies. And so 
he's not like a typical hockey player, but he makes friends, he falls in love, he gets into shenanigans, and it is a fun time. And the story takes place over the course of his college. So each, there's a year for each year he's in college. And yeah, that's, that's what Check Please is about. So what were our thoughts, non-spoilery, about Check Please? So I enjoyed it. Um, as Grace mentioned, I have read, I think I had read the first three years almost um, before. I had never read year four, um, but I went ahead and reread all of it because it had been a very long time, so I didn't really remember much. Um, I really liked it. It's really fun. It, like I said, it's very quick. Um, you don't realize like how far you've gone until you look up and you're like, wait a minute, I'm almost done. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I really love, um, I am at, okay, so at at my core, we all know I am a romance hoe and I am a found family hoe. And those are two things that are found in abundance in this book. So I really enjoyed that. I loved all the friendships. I loved all the side characters. I loved all of their little interactions. I love the romance. Um, We'll talk about this, I'm sure, but there are a lot of like Twitter tweets and like extras and stuff. And then this time going through- I did not read any of that. I stuck straight with the actual main webcomic um, because I wanted to see how that would feel. So I feel like there's a lot more to be explored, but I know that that is explored later on. So I will maybe go back and read it. Um, But yeah, I really liked it. I think I would say my favorite year is year three of the four. I would say that was my favorite year. Um, I think the other three, I would give like three and a half, four stars. Oh, I'm not allowed to give three and a half stars anymore because if you've been around on the internet, you know, um, half stars are now frowned upon because we have to give everything five stars apparently, but whatever. Um, I would give it like three and a half rounding up maybe to four, but I think year three is like that stellar year where I'd probably give that a five star if I was to just grade by years. I would agree. I like year two a lot too though, but yeah, Mm -hmm. year three is my favorite too, I think. Sarah, what are your thoughts? So let me just say that I have been, Grace and company have been trying to bully me into reading this book (laughs) literally since 2016. And I have thus far, you know, withstood their peer pressure, but I finally gave in because it was a group read and, you know, I kind of had to. And um, I was pleasantly surprised, you know, it was pretty fun. Um, I didn't like get invested into it or anything it was just kind of like a fun read to me the pacing was incredibly fast like it was too fast for me to get invested and I also just because of what I've heard about it from you know everyone over the years I expect it to be more of like a group kind of thing but it was more just about Biddy which was fine because one of the things I liked was Biddy. I think he was a great mm-hmm. main character. I loved his character development over the four years, even though it was fast. You know, I think he, Ngozi, sorry, Ngozi did mm-hmm. a really good job with his development over the course of the story. Um, I mean, I've been really, like I said, I'm really getting invested. So like, he's probably like my favorite character because like, you know, he's really well written. And I did like his relationship with Jack. I think yes. I just... Uh, and this is kind of like not it's not anyone's fault it's just because I've been like hearing about it for years I expected like a little bit more in terms of like the group dynamics and like the friendships because it was kind of like Biddy and Jack and then a bunch of like side characters who we didn't really hear much about or learn much about which is fine I just my expectations were like not lined up with what it was. Sarah I have a question for you so you read the book right? I read the first one in book form and then I read the rest online. 
So like, my question. Okay. So then I guess, so I know the book includes tweets and extras with it, Yes. Mm-hmm. but the online version doesn't, right? Cause we just read straight through the webcomic right. mm-hmm. and that's, so that's what I also did. And I felt very similar to you about how I remembered there's a, it's very much Biddy focused. And I also love Biddy and I loved mm-hmm. Biddy and Jack and they were my favorite yeah. part. Um, because what I, from what I remember and from what I know, and I'm sure Grace will chime in here in a little bit, a lot of the extras and the tweets and stuff is where you really get to flesh out mm. the side characters. That's what um, I was going to ask about that because I know you meant, because Grace was like, you've read a basic amount of checklists. I was like, is there <laughs> yeah. more? Like, is this not the whole story? Because I read the tweets at the end of the first book and that was cool, but it was also like through Biddy's perspective of what they were saying. So it was still, I still didn't really get that like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. That might be just a me thing though. Overall though, um, it was enjoyable. I was a quick read. It was, I had, you know, a good time. I did like basically skim through the hockey parts. Cause I was like, I don't know what's going I'm, on. I, I, I do that too. Attention. Yeah. I do that too. <laughs> but other than that, you know, like I said, I really liked Biddy. I like his and Jack's relationship and his development over the course of the four years. I think year four was actually my favorite. Um, because that's I think we did get a little bit more of like the side characters although year two I think my favorite characters were I like Jack and Biddy but my favorite if I had to choose the side characters I liked Shitty and I liked Lardo I think yes. they were in three Lardo was in book three right year mm-hmm. three or whatever in, yeah she was they're in yeah. all of them right but there were well, yeah but more they didn't like live any, there they yeah more like, in year three. oh yeah. yes 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 they didn't like live there or anything <laughs> no so. they didn't yeah, I like them too. Those were basically the only ones that I could tell apart from all the rest, which is like pretty much my bad. I'm just bad at like remembering faces and names, especially when like they call them by a different name, like every single panel, <laughs> which is another thing that bothered me just because it would be like Biddle and then Biddy and then Bits, which that one isn't that complicated. But then it was like Ransom and Rans, Holzer and Holtzy, like all these different yeah. names, which doesn't sound, when I say them now, they don't sound that different. When I'm reading them on the page, it like took yeah. me out of the story for a minute because I had to remember who was who. Nursey, Nurse, Poindexter. Yeah, Dex, Poindexter like, and Dex would be hard. There's also, I don't yeah. know if you noticed, but there was, and I, I go here, I know all, but mm-hmm. there was, um, I think it's in year three Whis- whiskey, you know, who mm-hmm. yeah, whiskey. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a, pa- there's a chapter where Biddy calls him Connor, which is his first name. Yeah. And when yeah, I know, I wouldn't know that when mm-hmm. I read that chapter, I genuinely thought it was like some random extra hockey player. We've never met before for several months until someone was like, remember this interaction with whiskey? And I was like, that was whiskey. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. And I know, I know so much. So I okay. get it. I do get it. There well, were but a I, few times. Yeah. That makes me I feel got, a little better. Cause I was like, again like n- this isn't like a huge issue or anything but it did like take me out black so kind of like who the fuck is that but I agree because you know. especially in yeah. year four I was finding mm-hmm. that there was just a lot of characters like obviously Nursey and Dex by that point I kind of had recognized them mm-hmm. but there are a lot of characters in year four I was like I don't know who you are um because there's just too much yeah and like they looked some of them looked very similar yeah um I will say since we're talking about side characters my favorite um is definitely Chowder um I love my Asian men and I love that's a bad. That was a bad way of phrasing it. I love I love when it's okay. we have Asian it, it characters. Made Sarah realized which character you were talking about. Yes. No, I was trying to think the one with the braces. It's the one that's with the yes, braces. That's Chowder. That's Chowder. Right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, I love Chowder because I love Asian representation, and I loved Lardo as well for that reason. And also, she's awesome. So, but I do think I need to shout out my actual favorite character, which who is introduced in year four, who is the captain of the rugby team, 
So I, I think I need to give a background first for this. So we have another friend, yeah, Emily, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she, um, when the when the comics were being released for year four, she got like a sneak peek. So she got to see some yeah, of these a little on, early. Ngozi had a Patreon throughout Check Please. So she would post like each update, like the night before it came out and Ngozi was subscribed to it. So she would always get the early, the yeah. VIP access to the, to the updates. So in our group chat, Emily left like a little note saying, you guys are going to be really excited because someone in this group chat has a character named after them. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And we were naming people like Sarah and Grace and all kinds of other white people. Sarah, Sarah wasn't in the chat. Sarah wasn't in this. It was, it was just, just an, an example. example of a white person name. Yeah. And, but no, it was another Shruti. I should say technically the pronunciation is Shruti. So it was another Shruti in comic. And of course, once I found that out, I was like, oh my God, that's happening. And that's so cool. So that was very exciting. I was very happy about it. Um, and she owns me and I would die for her. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I did like vaguely remember that. You guys talking yeah. about that's when I got to that part. I was like, oh my God, it's Shruti. It's Shruti. Yeah. Um, my, I will allow, I, we're, I guess we're having side character talk now. Um, so my favorite side characters are the frogs, which are Chowder and Nursey and Dex. But I also really love Ransom and Holster. I think they're also awesome. Obviously, Jack and Biddy is the best part of the comic. But I think aside from that, I think Ransom and Holster are the best part of the comic. And I love hockey shit with Ransom and Holster, which in the book is told at the there at the end. Each uh, each chapter of hockey shit with Ransom and Holster, which is where they describe they explain hockey terms and stuff. That's at the end of the first book and the second book. But if you read the comic online, it's in the middle, which I like better, honestly, especially if you're like reading it for the first time and don't know anything about hockey it's like I feel like getting it in the middle helps you learn yeah about hockey I, gotta as be you're reading. I gotta be honest I skipped those parts I was like I don't care about hockey you've got to go back they're funny they're funny <laughs> they're funny Sarah you've got to go back and read those parts okay. we'll see and okay. they also explain stuff like the nicknames it's just funny like I don't care about that stuff I just yeah, I found as a hockey as a hockey I did enjoy those but I think even as not a hockey you would also enjoy them but anyway, since we're talking about side characters, I will mention that, okay, so there's a main comic, which is like every update and so on and so forth. Then as the comic was coming out, Ngozi would do like side things to be, to I don't know, just for fun. Like she did Q&As every now and then, like I think just during year one and year four though, but like she would, cause I've probably, I think I've read the entire like Tumblr, not all of it, but I've read them. I have. I've read the entire Tumblr before. So like I've seen every every post on there. She would do like Q&As of each and like the characters would be answering questions sent in. So that, that was extra content. She would also do like notes from each update. So she would like give information about like her drawing process or like what's happening with this character, what's happening in the next update. Um, the tweets, which we've mentioned, Biddy has a Twitter account, which I think is unlocked now. And there are some tweets chosen in the back of each book, but there are way more that you can find on his Twitter account. And then there's also, she does um, these things called, they're zines, like, and they're called Huddle. And there's three, and I think she's going to do a fourth one too for year four, but it's like art, uh, a zine of art of characters from the comic and like Jack and Betty are in there but like Nurse and Dex are in there Chowder and Farmer and they're shitty and holster wait 
Ransom and Holster and Shitty and Lord are also in there. So that's, there's like extra content and that stuff isn't like canon quote unquote, but it's like fun extra stuff. And she still will post like fun, like extra stuff of the characters. Like she posted something about Nursing Index like two months ago and the comic has been ended for like a year now. So she still does stuff like that. So there's like, and the so there's a lot, that's why there, it seems like it's more friendship and squad based because all of the outside stuff is in the extra content and like but there's not much like backstory or character development to the other characters because it's Biddy's story which is why I think there's like such a huge fan base for this comic because people get to make up their own backstories and stuff so like the fan base is like a whole other part of the comic as well it's a whole it's a whole other entity if that made any sense at all yeah no that that's kind of what I gathered like after the first book I was kind of like oh this isn't like what I expected so I kind of and then you made that Grace had made a comment like Sarah's gonna hate me for how little (laughs) Nursey and Dex are in here I didn't think she would hate me I just thought she would be surprised yeah all I heard about for like four years is Nursey Dex Nursey Dex and all of a sudden I find out they're barely characters. <laughs> They're barely characters. I also They're had a similar characters. reaction the first time reading I, it too. So. I just want to state, state, and I'm so <laughs> sorry. We're this is not a, a episode about nursing decks. It is about the actual book. But I just want to clarify that they are like probably the most popular characters and it's not just me and if I checked earlier today because I was like I need to research this so I know what I'm talking about if you go to archive our own just in case you are a person that does that I'm not saying I've ever been to that website in fact I just learned of it today but if you happen to go to that website which has fan fiction on it obviously Jack and Betty are the most popular they have like 2000 fan fiction no they have more than that but nursing decks have have are right below them and they have like 2000 so I think there's like a 2000 works difference and then everyone else is so much lower like ransom and holster who are arguably like bigger characters yes. and have a more like important relationship with each other that's pretty important to the plot I would argue they have like 700 fix like that's how much nursing decks surpasses them so it's not just me I promise. That's all. That is truly wild to me. But you it, know what? I support y'all. It is. It is. It is. Canon endeavors. Thank I guess. you. <laughs> so now we're going to move into uh, spoiler territory. So if you haven't read Check, Please and you would like to, which you should, you should read it, um, you can stop this episode now and come back to it after you have finished. It is a very quick read, as we've established. So. But before we get into the spoilers, we are going to hear a word from our sponsor. And we're back. So I figure we will just talk about some of the characters in the spoiler section of our discussion. So we can start with Biddy because he's the main character. Um, What did you like about him? Did you like, I guess we've all established that we like him as we should. He's, He's good. I like, I feel like I relate to him a lot because all of his tweets are about how he shouldn't be tweeting so much. And I'm like, that's me. Me as hell, Biddy. Me as hell. But um, what are what were our spoilery thoughts about Biddy, who is our protagonist? Well, I just loved his 
arc in general like he changed so much and like a pot not like a change as a person but like he grew I guess is the better word for it so much between the first year and the last year and he just became more like like he was already like almost unapologetically himself with like the baking and everything but then once he started to come out and like he never he he never apologized for not being like overtly like traditionally masculine or anything like that and he's just I don't know he was and also he was just fun like I really liked him as the main character like his vlogs were so cute I was like this is so fun I would totally like watch his vlogs maybe I don't know I don't watch vlogs but if I did I would watch his vlogs yeah he he just I really liked Biddy I think he was a good lens to tell the story through yeah yeah I agree I definitely think he had a really awesome like character development arc growth whatever you want to call it um I love obviously that he bakes pies and he loves food and like that's just I like love those quirks about characters who just like love cooking um and love providing for others which I think is like such a big part of his character so I really yes, love that that yeah. was like always around I think my favorite Biddy moment is in year four where he's hazing the new team I think that's one of my favorite moments because it's like one of those things where in like second year, he was like trying to give them sweaters and stuff. And he was like, oh, let's be nice. And like third, fourth year, he's still hazing them, but he's doing it in his like own way of just like annoying the hell out of them and making them carry blankets around. And I'm like, that's perfect. And that's like, so him, but like, like Sarah was saying, like, so unapologetically him, but like, but also like in a different way. I don't know. It was just one of my favorite moments. And I felt like it was really like a telling sign of his character development. Yeah. I feel like that's him though. Like he does things in his own way. Like, right. He, he's not afraid to do things in his own way. And that's really cool. And I also really like how he's like genuinely just very kind, but also like doesn't take any shit at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's a good character. And I, I would yeah. also watch his vlogs. And I also think he has a really good arc. I like how he like overcomes his like internalized fears because his major thing throughout the whole story is he has like this fear of checking, which is where the title comes in. Checking for those of us who don't care about hockey is um basically just like hitting hitting someone hockey is a contact sport so you hit someone and shove them and stuff and when you're playing the game and biddy is like really afraid of that and he's like gets really freaked out even when someone like slightly approaches him and barely touches him and so he has this huge mental block about it throughout the books book whatever we want to call it and then he's so it's about him like overcoming that and it's really it's really nice I like it yeah his genuine kindness really stood out to me and just like how the team he and the team embraced the team and the team embraced him like he was always looking out for other people's strengths like he would just mention a random character at some points and say something like good about them um and like I can't think of any examples but he he just always had like a positive spin on everyone from what I remember and he's and, like the glue that brings the yeah, team together. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And it only, it made sense like him being captain the last year, like when they announced, I was like, that makes so much sense. Like he mm-hmm. just, he fit really well in with the team. I think he could, yeah, he did glue them together. He held them together. Um, Grace. Yeah. Question. Cause uh-huh. I just remembered. So in fourth year, Biddy has that. So I was just finished reading it. And like the second to last panel is about Biddy saying goodbye to the ice rink and like, tradition has established they kiss the rink and they kiss the ice on their last day and I noticed so when like Jack and Shitty did it they did it together when Holtz when Holtz and um Ransom did it they did it together no one was kissing the ice with Biddy is he the only member of the hockey team of his year 
No, and this will come up in our game later. He is not. So each year has three. Um, so Shitty and Jack have there's a third person that you just don't really never mind. I think it might just be Shitty and Jack, but Ransom, Holster, and Lardo are three. Um, Darcy, Dex, and Chowder are three. And then Biddy has two. Their names are Ollie and Wix, and they oh, are okay. very minor characters, but they are there. Interesting. Are you sure? I'm sure. Um, you know how Nursey and Dex get Lardo's room because Ransom and Holster gave the attic to someone else? Mm-hmm. Right. Those are Ollie and Wix are who got the attic. Oh, yeah. So they're there. They're just barely there. Interesting. Yeah. So another important character we should probably discuss is Jack, who is the captain of the team for the fir- Biddy's first two years at college and the, a very important character and is also Biddy's love interest. I guess we can talk about that since yeah. since it's it's also the synopsis of the book. So I feel like it's not giving <laughs> anything away. So what were our thoughts on Jack? So I have a question for both of you. So Jack and Biddy's relationship is definitely not enemies to lovers because they're not like enemies it's not really friends to lovers either although there are elements of friends to lovers like in the second year where they've become friends i guess but what would you call them well how would you classify their relationship um mild annoyance to lovers yeah mild annoyance yeah Sounds that's what i was right. leaning towards also yeah. i just wanted to yeah because they definitely have that vibe um i like jack well, they don't jack like each other at first right like affirmedly they do not mm. enjoy each other's presence i think that was more on jack's end right because he was yeah but because of jack biddy is like i don't like like he wants yeah. jack to like him but he he's like he he sucks he's like why right. isn't he like at engaging with me the way that i'm yeah. engaging with him right. because as kind as he is he expects that in return which you know right. fair enough and when someone mm-hmm. doesn't give him that thing then that's when he's like hey wait a minute but he always gives people that chance mm-hmm. to begin with Right, we see that later too with other mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. But no, okay, yeah, I liked Jack. Um, I thought he was interesting. I don't think I liked him as much as Biddy. Um, and I think it's just like me and my per- like character types that I like. I think he was a perfectly fine character. He was interesting. Um, I thought, I think I'm just like over the daddy. Again, I'm over daddy issues, I think for a while. So I think that was one thing I was like, whatever. Um, but I did enjoy that he was bisexual and there was no like hemming and hawing about it. It was just the way it was. Um, so yep. I thought that was cool. Um, and then I particularly really loved him as a boyfriend. And I think that's one of the reasons why year three is one of my favorites. Cause he was just so supportive of Biddy coming out to different people at different times, taking his own time to do that. Um, and then him also himself coming out and he was just kind of like, this is the way, like, there's a lot of like deadpan lines that he gives. Cause he's like, so like stoic at times where he's just like unapologetically, like, this is my boyfriend. My boyfriend makes pie. Um, I'm, I tricked my boyfriend into writing his his thesis with, through text because yeah, this is what I yeah, need to that's do. What I, was, I think that's my favorite Jack moment is where he's just like, he basically makes Biddy write his entire thesis through text because he challenged him. And I was like, that's, this is why I like Jack. So yeah. Yeah, I agree with all of that. I really liked him. I don't have like too many thoughts on him. Um, but like Shruti said, he was a good character and he he did have like funny moments especially I liked him the most in the last two books. I feel like he was a bigger character and I just liked him and Jack's relationship a lot. Like I said before, and it's like, you wouldn't think most things, I don't know. I feel like most media when like one person graduates and like goes off to do their own thing, they kind of break up and give the person a new love interest. But I like the way she wrote the relationship and didn't like break them up for random reasons. There was no like random drama. The relationship Mm -hmm. stayed very strong besides each of them having their own things going on 
and um there wasn't any like random drama to split them up for no reason or anything like that which made it like enjoyable to read I was like oh wow this is like a couple like working through their issues you know in a (laughs) natural kind of way yeah I also really love Jack I think Mm -hmm. he's like surprisingly funny which is one of the yes, really big yeah. reasons why I like him. Like he, mm-hmm. he's just funny. Like he doesn't know he's funny because he doesn't have like a sense of humor. And he's not like trying the, to be funny. Right. Just like the deadpan things he says are so funny. And I think I also like that he's bi and it's like not a big deal or anything. It's just a thing. And I also feel like he has like, he has anxiety. Like, I don't feel, that was a weird way to phrase it. He has anxiety. He does. I don't feel like he does, but I feel like that's portrayed pretty well. And I feel like, it's portrayed pretty well in his relationship with Beatty too. And I don't know. It's just nice. He has a good arc too. I like, he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like yeah, him. He does. And I like his and Biddy's relationship too. Like how you were saying, Sarah, like, you know, they do have a lot to go through in year three and year four. Like Jack is like in the public eye and they have like a long distance relationship. It's not super long distance. They're in like, they're like 45 minutes away from each other but Jack is a hockey player so he has to like travel and he's not home a lot and he has a really busy schedule so they've got all that tension going on but they still like make it through but they also have like discussions and conversations with each other about yes, it yes they can and like yes mm-hmm. they're so communicative and it's so mm-hmm. nice like they're like when they talk about in year three they come out to the important people in their life so Biddy tells his friends at college and Jack tells his parents and before they do that they like have like Jack is like, I think I might be, there's like this one scene where Jack is like talking to Biddy and he's like, since you've told your friends, I kind of think I want to tell my parents. And are you okay with that? And Biddy's like, yeah, let's have that. Like, let's talk about it. And like, that's so nice. Like, it's just yeah. so nice to see them communicate. Refreshing. Yeah, it really is. I think they're like, they're it. They're the blueprint. Like, I think they're one of my favorite couples in books and I will stand by that. They're very well written. They're very nice. Um, I think my favorite moment of them actually though is so they so Jack graduates and Biddy is like sad about it and like Jack can tell. And then his dad, Jack's dad, tells him, Hey, don't have any regrets. So then Jack goes and he, he like says, finds no, specifically he says, Remember the words of your uncle. You miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take, implying that his Uncle his uncle is Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Continue on. That was just an important. important yeah, that was important. Um, and anyway, so then he goes and they, you know, kiss and he like confesses and then. But anyway, that the part, though, was after the first kiss, uh, Jack gets a phone call and he's like, oh, oh, God, I got to go. And it was just really cute because they're holding hands and then they just keep kissing, even though he's mm-hmm. supposed to go. And then he's like, OK, I got to go. But then they kiss again. And I'm like, yeah! that was my favorite moment of those two. Because I like, lost my mind reading that for the first time. It's just so affectionate and like tender, but also like they know reality is there. But at the end of the day, they just like each other. And I thought that was really cute. Yeah. I also just want to say that that's, if you read it in book form, that's the end. That's yeah. the end of the first book. Oh, and like, yeah. obviously, like when that book came out, like there was a whole ass webcomic to read, not the whole thing, but like a lot more to read. So it wasn't just like there, there's more and you could have, accessed it immediately but I feel like there were probably a lot of people who read that book and was like oh my god a cliffhanger how will I survive and I feel bad for those people I really do that would have been a hard thing to to wait through luckily I didn't have to do that but I RIP to them RIP to them um so the next character I want to bring up is Kent Parson he is Jack's ex um they played hockey together and now Kent Parson is in he's an NHL player for the Las Vegas Aces 
and um he and jack like i don't it's not super clear like what kind of relationship they had but i think they were kind of like they knew each other when they were young and they were really close and they played hockey together and they had like a romantic slash sexual relationship that goes sour because jack has um an overdose um and doesn't get to go into the what's it called the draft the draft he does so jack doesn't make it into the draft so he doesn't get to enter the nhl and he goes to samwell instead and meanwhile kent parson is the first pick for the draft so there's like this really big tension in between them and that kind of fizzles out the relationship and the reason why i want to talk about kent parson is number one he's like the closest thing that the books have to an antagonist and number two he is a very divisive character in the comics or in the fan base and I y'all I just realized that both of y'all read the year four online so y'all probably don't even know this but he's so divisive that he appears in year four did y'all yes because he's in yeah because yeah, he shows up during like one of the press conferences right like there's like no, a press he shows conference. up at the house and Biddy talks to him. Did y'all read oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so. No. I don't think you did. Okay, so so year four, um, the webcomic came out online, as we've established, but it also came out in a physical book. And there is a chapter where Kent Parson comes to the house, like at Samwell, and talks to Biddy. And they kind of like, it's not like a redemption, but he's like, apologizes for the stuff he's done in the past and they like oh no I didn't come to yeah they come to a middle ground and he's so he's such a divisive character that she specifically like did not post that online because it would have led to a lot of discourse and it's only in the book book. it's only in the book so you have to buy the book to get that content what yeah wow so it would have gotten like that much controversy I I, apparently that's what wow yeah so So people either love him or they absolutely despise him. And personally, I like, I don't think about that man. Like, yeah. I have no beef with him. I yeah. don't like the things that he does, but. But like, what did he, so this is my question. This mm-hmm. is my question. And I think, well, so there's two things here. One, I think the reason, what I'm starting to realize is because this comic came out over a stretch of a long t- period of time, long time. And there was a lot of gaps in between like chapters being released. There was obviously, like, I'm thinking about, like, WandaVision, for instance. There's a lot of time for people to, like, make predictions and to speculate and to, you know, absorb that content before the next thing is dropped. So there's times to, like, make opinions and have divisive opinions or make up, you know, backstories for side characters and all those things, right? Which is the fun of it, and that's great. But I'm thinking about it and, like, having just, you know, read this in, like, 24 hours, basically. What did he even do? What did Parson even do? That was my thing. Like, why did, like, what is his, what Um, He was mean to Jack once. Like, they had a conversation. He was mean to Jack. Yeah, that's it. So he, he, um, in year two, year Mm -hmm. two, he shows up at, um, a kegster, which is a college party. That's what they call the college parties. Maybe the college parties are called that everywhere. I would not know because I have never been to one. (laughs) Moving on. Um, Ken Parson shows up unannounced at the kegster and, like, kind of like gets Jack alone and they like kind of are making out I think is implied and then he like has like kind of corner not corners him but he they have a disagreement where like Ken Parson says some pretty awful things to him like I think he tells him he's worse worthless he also threatens to out Jack to the team so he does pretty bad stuff Mm. but later on like Jack doesn't seem to be like super mad about at Kent he's just kind of like we've had our differences 
but we are also we're like never very serious tbh but i feel like it's implied that kent did think they were serious yeah see that's not at all what i took from that scene at all (laughs) having read that scene all i saw was there was this dude who was like who was into jack i think he was more into jack than jack was into him like yeah that's pretty that's pretty heavily implied but i think he was more like and then when jack was kind of like i'm not really into this he kind of like lashed he had a moment where he was like well that's dumb I think I don't remember exactly what he said but I remember he said something mean and like Biddy was like reacting to it um and then eventually obviously they left but like that was it and that was like the only scene we get of him of like in all four years so I feel like that's very interesting that he's so divisive when he literally showed up for like one chapter it's interesting to me too honestly because like I feel like again like as we've established this is like a thing where people really latch on to these side characters and like get really invested in them which I get I I mean it's fun but I feel like why that one and either in either direction, like positive or negative. And people will be like people who really love Jack, which is me. I love Jack. People that really love him get like really mad at Kent for saying like those things and doing those things to him, which is fair. Like he, Mm -hmm. he did, he said very bad things. He threatened to out him. Those are bad things. But people who like Ken, I think are like, and Jack, and I feel like there's just more nuance there that people don't want to consider. Maybe like, I feel like, at, in year hmm. one, Jack. It's like a lot of audiences who don't want to consider nuances when they're any anyway. I feel like Jack in year one, like, is is an asshole. Like, in fairness, um, yeah, love the guy, but he is like he's really mean to Biddy. So we've seen that he can be like, we've seen that we he can be mean. We've seen that he has like a mean side to him. So I feel like it's a fair assumption to state that like Jack also like was like the tension between Jack and Kent Parson like stemmed from Jack too, like being bitter and angry that Kent Parson made it into the draft and he didn't, even though that wasn't Kent Parson's fault. So I don't know why I'm using his whole name, <laughs> but he doesn't have a hockey nickname and I feel Parse? weird calling- Well, isn't it Parse? They call him Parse a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. That feels weird to say though. I don't know him like that, so I can't yeah. use that name. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I don't know. That's why I wanted to bring him up. I just think it's interesting that we can spend like, you know, how much ever long talking about a character that showed up in one panel. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I could do this with any character. I'm going to be oh right, quite clear. Right. I just think it's interesting. I think that's oh like, gosh. that's, I think that's the interest about this comic is that there's really only two characters that are important, mm-hmm. but you could pick any other character and probably talk about them for a while. Yeah. Like that's the appeal. I think that a lot of people find with it. Like if you get in, into it, if you so, so choose. So the last character that I wrote down on my notes that we should discuss is Whiskey, who is not introduced till year three. So he's two years younger than Biddy is. And he has a pretty minor role up until year four, I would argue. And it's a very interesting role. So I wanted to know if y'all had any thoughts about his character. So basically, um, he's he and Biddy kind of don't really like mesh with each other like Biddy tries to get him to like him and whiskey is just not interested in him whatsoever and then he Biddy goes to this college party and sees whiskey there making out with another guy and like whiskey never opens up to him about it and is very like guarded about it and then the 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 way they leave off is Biddy gives um Biddy gives whiskey his room at the end of year four as he's graduating and he's was he's kind of like I'm not like you I'm never going to be like you and Biddy's kind of Biddy has to accept that and I thought it was a very interesting arc I remember 
I remember where I was when every single one of these updates <laughs> came out, but I, I vividly remember like reading the one where whiskey is caught kissing someone else and like the reactions to that. And it was kind of wild because we weren't totally expecting it to go in that route. Um, and it was cool. It was, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good storyline. So I want to know what y'all thought about it. The only thing I did not like about it was the fact that he still had a girlfriend. Yeah. So therefore the implication is that he's bi. Great. Love that. Did not love that the bi character was cheating on his girlfriend. Right. Did not love that part. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, I kind of thought he was supposed to be gay, but then I saw. He's still with his girlfriend though at the end. But what if she's like a beard? Which is totally possible. And like, that could have been the, that could be where it's going. And if that's, that's fine. But the way I read it was that he's still with his girlfriend. He still likes his girlfriend. Yeah. That's kind of I the mean, way I think way, it's, yeah. Either way, it doesn't really matter. He's still like lying to his girlfriend and cheating on her. Right. Like, it's yeah. fine that he doesn't want to come out. Like, that's fine. Yeah, and, like, exactly. you're totally, and like that part, I did enjoy the part of like having a character who was like, I'm not ready to be open about it. I rather keep this to myself. I value my privacy, whatever, whatever. I liked that aspect of it. I just didn't like the idea that he was cheating on his girlfriend. Because it would have been okay if like, yes, it would have been okay if she knew and it was a beard situation or whatever. But we never got that. So it felt like it was a more complicated situation. And I didn't really like that the bisexual character was cheating on his girlfriend. Yeah, That's fair. I think he, I think honestly, like the reason it's written like that is to like, show nuance and also like provide a foil to biddy and -hmm. show that like biddy's experience is not universal and everyone yeah comes Mm -hmm. to terms with their sexuality in a different way so i don't know it was was just a very interesting part of the story i don't like i don't know i i think about it sometimes (laughs) that's all i'll say i will say the other thing i think about not super relevant to the storyline is obviously there is a character whiskey there is a, a character named tango and there is once, I think, implied that there is a character named Foxtrot because I saw, like, someone calling out Foxtrot, like, in a middle of a party or something. We That's... never see who Foxtrot is. So, actually, Foxtrot is Ford, who is the they, manager. They never established that they in the don't. main comics. No, they yeah. don't. They don't. They well, do? if you're going to do Whiskey Tango Fro- Foxtrot, which you should because that's what you need to do, you got to establish that in the main canon. I know. Come on, Ngozi. Yeah. You missed missed opportunity on your part. (laughs) That should have made it to the the final draft. (laughs) But I think it's in like a tweet, but yeah. Mm. Okay. She's mainly called Ford in the comics. Yeah. In the, yeah. In the, yeah. Um, So the last thing I want to comment on is just like the general like graphic novel of it all. Um, Because I feel like the fact that it's a graphic novel, it's the storytelling aspect is different than it would be if it was just written, which makes, which sounds obvious, but like, it's really cool the way it's, that, that it's done sometimes. And it was also really cool to see Ngozi be like, and I drew, like, I remember she said something about how like the whiskey and Biddy scene where he finds him kissing a guy was like orange to imply like tension. And I was like, sure, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know what orange means, but you are an art person. So you probably do. And I, I don't know, it's cool. But I really like how each um year has like bookends so like the first chapter of the first year is biddy or jacks tells biddy to eat more protein and that's the last chapter of the first year second year starts with biddy singing halo although if you read it in the book they had to change the lyrics because of copyright and then it ends with him like listening to it alone and like crying and then jack comes in but year three year three lives in my head rent free it starts out 
with um, like a shot of this little Jack action figure that Biddy has. And Biddy's like talking to Jack on the phone. They've kissed. They're dating in secret because Jack is in the NHL and he has to keep his private life private because, you know, it would be a big it would be big to do if he came out. Um, and Biddy's like, it's not like, you know, it's fine. Like, I know how to keep it a secret. It's not going to tell the whole world. And then the end, the end of year three is Jack giving Biddy that figure. They tell each other they love each other for the first time, but it's a flashback. So like it's they've already told each other that in year three, but it's a flashback. And then it ends with Biddy and Jack like kissing it on live TV in front of everyone. And I, it makes me lose my marbles. I think it's so good. I think like the choices she makes and like the way she deliberately plans things out like that is really cool. Yeah, for and sure. I just wanted to say that. And her art style is also really, in my opinion, like I, I haven't read a lot of graphic novels, but her art style is so distinctive and cool. I love the way all the characters are drawn. It's really mm-hmm. fun. I yeah. love their playoff beards. I love how like she yeah. shades in their. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. The way that that was done. Yeah. Oh, and also the way the fact that it was written or drawn or both over such a long period of time means mm-hmm. that her art like really obviously improved as she went on, which I think was going to happen naturally. But I think it works out because like obviously they're getting older with each year, so like they look different each year. Yeah, because mm-hmm. her art her art is improving and changing. So I think that was like. I'm sure it was like partly an accident, partly purposeful, but I thought it was really cool because the year one art is like pretty rough in comparison to year four. No offense to Ngozi. I love, I love you and your work, but it, like in comparison, like it's a, there's an obvious difference in it. So I think that was cool. Like cartoon characters or graphic novel characters usually look the same all the time, but these didn't, they changed in appearance mm-hmm. over time. So as we've mentioned several times during this episode, a big part of Check, Please is that the story is really only about Biddy and Jack, but there are also a bunch of side characters in the comic who don't get a lot of backstory or or like details about them mentioned in the comic, but they do get some details and backstory mentioned in like the extras that I mentioned earlier, or people who really like the graphic novel will like make up like head cannons about them or something so i decided we were gonna play a game and the game is called is it canon is it fanon or is it just some shit i made up <laughs> and oh, so I love this. so there are so there are five rounds how it works is i'm gonna read three statements and one of them is canon it's mentioned either in like one of the tweets or like a Q&A that Ngozi drew or something like that. It's canon. It, it really happened. Another one is just a popular like theory or like detail that people genuine generally believe about a character or would wish had happened. And then one is in the third, the third statement in each round is just something that I just made up. Um, I tried to be, it gets harder as the rounds go on. And I tried to be kind of sneaky with some of them too. So we'll see how this goes. Um, Here is, and I will also like, be like, this is what the character, this is the character I'm talking about each one, just in case y'all don't know what I'm talking about. So here's round one. Number one, there's a character named Johnson, the metaphysical goalie who exists purely to break the fourth wall and move the plot forward. Number two, Whiskey and Tango. Tango, we know who Whiskey is. Tango is... um, um, in the same year as Whiskey, and he's the one that asks all the questions. Whiskey and Tango start dating after Biddy graduates. And number three, Shitty's first name is Boyle. 
So you have to pick which one I made up, which one is canon, and which one is like generally accepted by the fandom and stuff. So the Goldie one is, I think, canon. Yeah. Because then, I remember the first time I read, I read, I had read some of the extras and tweets. And so I was actually texting Grace while reading this. And I was like, wait a minute, what happened to that goalie that like broke the fourth wall all the time? And she was like, oh yeah, no, that was just <laughs> the other stuff. So I'm pretty sure that's canon. Yeah. He's mentioned in like one of the extras at the end mm-hmm. of year one. And then he's also in random. Wait, so you shit. just told us it was canon. We didn't even finish Oh, damn yet. it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go. <laughs> I'm fine. not going to do it anymore. I knew okay. Trudy knew because we texted about this the other day. So that this yeah. is the round one. This is the easy round of time. <laughs> okay. Um, Whiskey and Tango dated after graduation. I think that's Fannin. I think that's Fannin also. But what was the third one? Shitty's first name is Boyle. See, that feels like something Grace would just make up, but that it could also be something that was actually true. But that she's seems like, right. That could that see if Grace hadn't just confirmed that the goalie but was I feel Fannin. Like, that's the one I would think is kind of that's too random to be like Fannin. I feel like I, I feel don't know. like it's not Fannin. And I also feel like I feel like it, I either know that what Shitty's first name is, or I know that it wasn't revealed in it, so it wasn't that one. I feel like that one's the one Grace made up, though. So. Yeah, I think that's the one Grace made up. Okay, so y'all are all three. Yeah, nice. Okay, so you're all <laughs> in agreement. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Johnson is canon. He's mentioned in extras. Whiskey and Tango used to be something people shipped like back when I first started reading. I don't know if they still do, to be honest. I'm seems like a good concept to me. I'm sure people there are some people still on board. And then Shitty's first name is not Boyle. His first name is actually Byron, which is revealed yeah. in the tweets in the so year four, so the which, whiskey so the whiskey and tango thing was the fan and, and the Boyle was the shit you made up. Okay, yes, shit, shit, shit I made up about Shitty. <laughs> okay, yeah. round two. Chowder, who has braces and is one of the frogs. Meets his girlfriend Farmer when he accidentally spills a beer on her at a kegster. Dex has four siblings. And Holster loves the show 30 Rock. Oh, man. I feel like the chowder one, when when he spills beer on her at a kegster. I feel like that's canon. I feel like that's from a tweet or something. That one was the one that seemed canon to me, too. But maybe the... Dex one is canon and that's that one also no. seems canon you know what I'm gonna say the farmer one is not canon because I know no one cares about that ship as far as I know Laura is gonna whoa, lose her whoa, mind really you say that whoa, Laura me and Laura them. I know <laughs> y'all first them. of all relax second <laughs> of all I've never seen that to be fair, they're like not as popular, I'm sure no, especially compared to like Mercy and Dex but like I love I like them I thought because again I had read the first part when they're so I had read tweets and stuff and they're like in more of the tweets and the extras. So mm-hmm. I enjoy enjoy really. Caitlin and Chad. Yeah, I know, but a little bit more than they are like this. Yeah, I wasn't um, saying they were bad. I was just saying I never see yeah, anything yeah. about them. I know, I know. Um I think that's I feel like that's canon though, because I feel like I remember reading something about how they met or like someone mentioning it about them. I don't remember. But um I feel like the decks having siblings is canon though. Okay, so you think Dex having siblings is fanon. Which one did you say is canon? Holster or Chowder? What was the Holster one again? He loves 30 Rock. Oh, that one which is an in- NBC sitcom for those who do not know. <laughs> that could also be fanon, though. But that one I don't think be, is canon, though. See, that one, maybe it's fanon, but then it would be, see, that one, I'm inclined to go with, that's the one you made up, but then that would be the same order as the last yeah. one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think 
Grace made up Dex's number of siblings. I was going to say, I think Grace made that up. Okay. And uh, I think- the Dirty Rock is Fanon. Yeah. And the Caitlin one is Canon, I think. I agree. Okay. So the answers are Chowder meeting his girlfriend when he spills a beer on her at a Kexter. I am made up. Um, oh. He actually. Oh. Oh, so that wasn't Fanon. Oh, so I was right. And then you guys tried to tell me that I was wrong. Hmm. Okay, he meets her. I just changed the way that they met. He In a tweet, it is revealed that I think Dex gives Chowder a piggyback ride and then they accidentally run into her and they Mm -hmm. have him eat cute and then they start dating. So I was basically right. Is basically Mm, what I'm saying. I told you I was trying to be tricky. Okay, Dex has four siblings. That is Fanon. Technically, I mm. guess I kind of stretched it because it's not like it, it's basically people think that he has a bunch of siblings. People are like, he has a million siblings. He canonically has one. He could have more, but only one is ever mentioned. And then Holster loves the show 30 Rock. That is canon. His Twitter account, according to the year four tweets, is Lemon It's Wed, which is a reference to Lemon It's Wednesday, which is a popular quote from that show that I have never seen. Okay, round three. Ner- number one, Nursey has two moms. Number two, Chowder is afraid of hockey pucks. Number three, Ransom and Holster take yearly trips to the Grand Canyon. Chowder is a goalie, so I feel like him being afraid of hockey pucks seems like a bad idea. <laughs> but I don't think Grace knows enough about hockey to make that one up, which is awesome. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? I know what a <laughs> hockey puck is. Let's not get crazy. And I know what a goalie does. I I know things. I don't know everything, but I know the basic <laughs> information. So, my, my, yeah, I think you know the basic information. So I don't feel like you would know enough to make that up. I feel like that's I don't know. All I, I would have know. to wait. Know is say the other two again. Nursey has two moms. Ransom and Holster take yearly trips to the Grand Canyon. I think the Grand Canyon one's the one you made up. Nursey having two moms is Fannin, and the Puck one is Cannon. Hmm. Shruti, no, what do you think? No, wait, maybe the Grand Canyon's canon. I think the Grand Canyon is canon. I think the nursing having two moms is fanon. And I think Grace made up the hockey puck one. All right, I'll go with that. Okay. We don't have to agree. No, but I was on the fence. Okay. I don't know. The Grand Canyon one. Okay. But if they're in college, first of all, if that's canon, I think that's that's foolish. Like who can afford to go to the Grand Canyon every year? I'm just gonna put that out there, but I think that might be the canon one. Okay. So y'all are in agreement on this one as well. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Okay. So you were right about Nursey having two moms. That is a very popular head canon, but it is not never been confirmed in extras or in the comic or anything. Um, Chowder being afraid of hockey pucks is canon. Um, he's afraid oh, so of them I was right. when they're oh my gosh. off the ice or something like that. Like he thinks they're interesting. Weird. He has a fear of them when they're off the ice. When they're on the ice, it's fine, but when they're off it, he's scared. Um, and then Ransom and Holster take yearly trips to the Grand Canyon. I was being tricky. I made it up, but they do take yearly trips to Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah, okay, at least I remember that's them closer. doing some yearly. Yeah, at some least yearly that's trips. closer. That makes yeah. more sense. All right, round four. Ransom and Holster once drunkenly made out. Tango's mate. Yeah, I already told you who Tango is. Tango's major is computer science, and Lardo's favorite flavor of pie is strawberry cream. The making out at a party once feels fanon. I was gonna say that's fanon. That one's definitely drunkenly fanon. made out. The, um, drunkenly made out. Yeah, but it's definitely fanon. 
um the computer science what was the last one um lardo's favorite flavor of pie is strawberry cream that's canon and the computer i can see that being canon is made up yeah i'll go with that i'll go with sarah on this one okay so ransom and holster have drunkenly made out in the q a thing back in like year one they got a question. It was like, have y'all, have any of y'all ever made out with each other? And it was like shitty Jack ransom and holster answering it. And like, it's like a picture of shitty and Jack, like looking at each other and confused. And like, why would someone ask this? Why would we make out with each other? And then ransom and holster, they're on a bus and like ransom and holster in the backseat. And they're looking at each other with like side eyes, like don't say anything. So <laughs> they have made out. Um, oh my God. That's Canon. Uh, Ra- Tango's major is computer science is Fanon because People just kind of assume that's his major because he's mentioned it a couple of times, but it's never confirmed or anything. You just might just be happening to take like one computer science class. I don't know. It's Fanon. And then I made up Lardo's favorite flavor of pie. It is actually um, chocolate pecan, I think. Damn. And Shitty's favorite flavor is strawberry cream. Oh. So. We now move on to the final round of the game. Here we go. Number one, Kent Parson is dating another one of the players on the Las Vegas Aces team, which is the NHL team he plays for. And that player is named Swoops. Number two, Ollie and Wicks, who I brought up earlier in the episode, which are who who get Ransom and Holster's room. um, They are married. Number three, Ransom and Jack went to the same high school. This is hard. (laughs) Yeah. They this all sound one, like fanists. This one's the hardest one. I feel like one of the first two are canon. That's what I feel. Either Ollie Wicks being married or uh, Parse married or dating someone on his team feels canon to me. And I guess the other one is Bannon. What's the last one again? Ransom and Jack went to the same high school because they're both from Canada. That's that Fanon, could also then. be Fanon. But it could also Fanon. be something that Grace just made up. I don't know. That's true. I think that's Fanon. I think the first one is what Grace made up because I was like, oh, that's so specific. It has to be cannabis. And I was like, wait, Grace is trying to trick us. It could be dating a player with a different name, not named Swoop. <laughs> so I'm going, that's Grace true. made that one up. And then the married one. Oh, wait, no, the married one sounds fan in too. I think that one, I don't know. I think either the married one. Um, I think the married one is what Grace made up. This is okay. This is what I'm going with. Okay. I think the, I know. Wait, no. this one, I specifically was like, this one's going to be so, so hard. And I'm so excited. The married one and um, Ransom high and school one. Yes. Yeah, high school one. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm shot in the dark. Ready? Mm-hmm. High school one is Fannin. Okay. Married is Canon. Mm-hmm. Grace made up the parse dating someone. Okay. No idea if I'm right, but we're trying to. Grace made up, but I'm gonna switch the other two just for just for shits and giggles. I genuinely don't know. Ooh, so, so the so the so the swoops Grace made up the um, high school one is no because I think that's Fannin. All right, <laughs> I'm just gonna go with what Trudy said. Okay, okay. So here we go. Moment of truth. Kent Parson is dating another one of the players on his team named Swoops. Is Fannin, and I learned this today 
You don't even understand. So people just invented a character named Swoops? Yes. And so there was, that- there was this post that Ngozi made of like, you don't, this is, this is the true testament to how deep like the lore goes. Ngozi made like a post of like art of Kent Parson with a character we had never seen before and was like, it was like, I guess it was supposed to be like an Instagram post and the caption was like watching a hockey game because they were at a hockey game. And like the hashtags were like random hashtags, like, you know, hockey, hashtag hockey, hashtag our team name, did it. And one of the hashtags was swoops. And people took that to mean that that was that guy's name. This guy has um, a tag on archive of our own. There are like 200 fan fiction of him oh and Ken Carson together. So he's either like shipped with him or they think they're like best friends. And his name, he ex- this person exists. Whether or not his name is Swoops is up to, to is not confirmed. And I have heard of this character before, but I don't go in, like, I don't care about Kim Parson as we've established. So I don't really like, I've never investigated this. I was just like, yeah, some hockey player named Swoops. I honestly thought he played for the Falconers until today, but I did not know he was not a real character until today. I thought he was real. He is not. He is pretty much made up. So that one is Fanon. Um, Ollie and Wicks are married is canon. Haha. Um, what? Yeah. In a QA, <laughs> in a QA in like year four, there was like, she did some art of like Nursey opening a letter. And it was like, first of all, they there was also art of them like decorating their room. And they had like a chandelier and like elaborate stuff. And there was only one bed. So that was like the <laughs> setup for it. And then like when as the comic was ending, they opened up some mail from Ollie and Wicks and it was like hey guys we're on our honeymoon and so he's like they're married and so they canonically they are married wow Um, wow and then the last one Ransom and Jack went to the same high school I just made that one up that's not true I'm just proud I got the canon one I'm proud of y'all both because I was like there's no way they'll get this (laughs) yeah yeah it's wild stuff it really is. There's no words to describe. All right. So that, that was fun, though. But that was fun, Grace. That was fun. That was a good game. That was, yeah. especially with a fandom with this much lore. It was perfect. There's so much lore. Mm-hmm. There's so much. Yeah. Okay. So we got some emails from our friends and listeners. And we will, I'm going to read them now. So our first email, the subject is just check, please, which is fair. Straight to the point. That's how we like it. Um, This is from Rachel. The email says, this is part review, part complaint, not about the book, and part confession slash warning. Review part. So this isn't my first time reading Check, Please, technically. I know I read at least half of it as a webcomic, but I wasn't sure how long it was and if I was missing anything, so I stopped at some point. But I definitely remember reading all of the main story in book one. Anyway, I did finish it and I love it. I was kind of expecting a breakup at some point or a bittersweet ending, but everything was perfect and the story kind of made me care about hockey. Hockey. Also, Biddy and Jack kind of remind me of another favorite ship I have, so I can't help but love them. Although I would love them anyway for obvious reasons. And I just want to interject and say, Rachel, you can't say that and not tell us what the ship is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm very curious now. So you can DM us on Twitter at the book hose. Tell us what it is. Your secret's safe with me. Anyway, moving on. And of course, I also love the other players would have liked to see more Nursey and Dex. They were really fun. They are. They are really fun. Although, I don't know. I like what we get of Dex. I think he has a good arc. I like how he has like 
he starts out kind of conservative and like not really super vibing with the hockey team. And then he ends up the captain. It makes me emotional. I really like the yeah. arc. It's yeah. a good arc. It's a good, it's some good stuff. And like the fact, I guess this is like an extra, but he also gets into baking as the story goes on, which is like kind of a symbol of how he's like embracing the team and stuff. I don't know. I just, we didn't talk about this. My favorite nursing moment is when he like is like sitting on the, on the, on the door of the, of the bench. And he like, he just says, Oh, chill. And then he falls over. (laughs) And then that was really funny. It is funny. Yeah. Okay. Complaint part. This is my call out post at whoever formatted the ebook of book one available on redacted for privacy reasons, County public libraries overdrive app, because you have to click on the panels twice to be able to read them. And the font is very small. This definitely slowed me down while reading, and I got the second book from a different county's online library, and it was much more readable. So I don't understand why book one wasn't the same way. Yeah, when I first read this, I read it on my phone, which was a mistake, and I could not read some of the text. I was like, I hope that's not important. Yeah, I was reading parts, some of these panels um, on my phone today, and it was a lot harder to read. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I started reading them on my laptop because I could just zoom it in all the right. way and then just hit like next because yeah. on your phone, I had to turn my phone like sideways landscape to see it mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Okay, confession slash warning. So back in the summer of 2019, I checked book one and a few other books out of the library and ended up putting them in the same bag as a 12 pack of Mountain Dew cans that I got from a local grocery store. One can of which somehow broke in said bag and spilled over some of my books that one included, but didn't damage any of them too much, which is why I didn't reread it until this week. So to those who have local libraries opening up near them now, be careful with soda cans next to your books or just buy soda in bottles. This is a, also a call out on myself specifically. I might be the only person who does this. Yeah, as a librarian, I definitely second this. Um, <laughs> these books aren't yours. Remember that, please, because you will have to pay for them. Um <laughs> And then they say, anyway, also, I know he's over 30 now, but if the webcomic had come out earlier and there had been a Check, Please movie then, which I would love a Check, Please, like Netflix sitcom. Anyway, if there had been a Check, Please movie then, my fan cast for Jack Zimmerman would be Tyler Hecklin, whoever plays. Tyler Hecklin. Yeah, Yeah, he plays Derek in Teen Wolf. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe. He's a little, like she said, he's a little old, but maybe if he was like younger. He's a little old and I feel like he's too beefy. You know, yeah, like yeah. Jack Jack's more scrawny. Be, he's more not scrawny, but he's not more scrawny, lean. But... Yeah, yeah, but I don't hate that idea. It's not. It's not. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. And then, and one question: What do you think of the main? What do you think the main characters of this comic would think about the Philadelphia Flyers mascot Gritty? <laughs> I think that they would love Gritty. Bitty would I love Bitty. Gritty. Yeah, uh-huh. I make, think like, Bitty theme or Gritty theme pie. Yes, he was. Yes. I think that Shitty is gritty. Um, oh. I think that's what Shitty does after he graduates. Wait, yes. He becomes gritty. Yes. I like this idea. Thank you. He says, fuck, fuck Harvard. That's new fanon. I'm going to be gritty. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you, Rachel. So our other email is from Laura, our friend and pal. And her email subject is hockey goals. More like friendship goals. Yeah, Aww. that's a good, that's a good that's email title, Laura. <laughs> 10, 10 out of 10 for you. She says, hello. So thank you for giving me an excuse to finally purchase the physical books of Check, Please. I originally read it as it was coming out with Grace and a lot of our friends. So reading it all at once was like a new experience. 
especially since I had forgotten so much of what was canon versus what I read in fic throughout the years. Um, I hate y'all. I really do. (laughs) Firstly, I love them all. The squad vibes are immaculate. There are so many fun characters and fun dynamics, and they're also supportive of each other and have each other's backs. And as a known squad enthusiast, it makes me super happy. They all make me super happy. Also, I love the frogs so much, which are Nursey, Dex, and Chowder. Really, truly, yes. I know they are minor characters, but Chowder is my favorite person. And like, I wonder, Laura, were you just overly emotional when you wrote this? Or had you consumed some alcohol? Let us know in the comments (laughs) below. She says, do I have a Nursey and Dex sticker on my laptop? Yes, she does. Um, I, I, I mailed that to her. I Aww. accidentally ordered two. <laughs> I thought I'd ordered one. I got two on accident. Um, they're all my friends, but the frogs and Caitlin Farmer, honestly, are really my friends and IDKY, but they are. Um, please know that there are a lot of exclamation points in here that I don't know if I'm really emphasizing in my speaking. Though legit thinking of all the friendship dynamics makes me soft. And Jack and Biddy are so cute. Truly. I feel like reading it all at once has really made me appreciate them more. Like I've always been like, they're cute, but IDK, they're really a team. And Jack even says this, and that is like the ship dynamic. And to watch them go from enemies to friends to lovers, growing together, getting engaged. Ah, honorable mentions to our favorite, to our favorite side ships, which are Shitty and Lardo, Charmer, which is Chowder and Farmer, Wholesome, which she spelled wrong, which is Holster and Ransom, which by the way, I just got to say, Charmer and Wholesome are probably the best ship names I've ever heard in my life. Charmer is a beautiful ship That's, name. It That's is. really nice. And so is Wholesome. Like, it's spelled yeah, differently, it's obviously. It's I Wholesome. It. And then we've just got Nursey Ducks, which is not. But she says, Wholesome, they're in love. I declare it in parentheses. And then, and Nursey Ducks. And then in parentheses, listen, dot, dot, dot. Which is not a, there's no ship name for them, tragically. Anyway, there's also sports. And like, yay for the Wellies. And also the Falks. Good for them. LOL. <laughs> Laura. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> I agree with your sentiments. Good stuff. Thanks, Laura. Yeah. And thank honestly, you. like rereading this, it feels weird to be like, I feel nostalgic for this time period in my life because I feel like I shouldn't feel nostalgic yet, but we also suffered through a global pandemic. So I feel like I can feel as nostalgic as I want. But like, I really was like really reading this in college. And it's about college. And my college experience was nothing nothing like this because I went to a women's college and there were no men in any vicinity. And this is mainly men. But I was just like, damn, I miss like studying in the library and being on Twitter instead of studying in the library. And I don't know. And I was also like, really. <laughs> so like reading it and thinking about like where I was when the updates came out was like nostalgic, but then also like reading about the college experience was nostalgic. And it was just nice. This is like my, my, my emotional support book. Yeah. You and guys were like really big on this for a while. Mm-hmm, like, we were. I'm wearing, I have this, yeah. I have this shirt from this time period. Tell the people what the shirt says. The shirt says Samwell hockey on it. And I bought <laughs> it and it was only like, it was really cheap, but the shipping was $10. And I was like, all right, Ngozi, I guess I'll do it for you. <laughs> Yeah, I had a good time. It was a good, it was a good read. Yeah. Do we have any closing remarks? I can't believe I actually read Check Please. I, I can't either. It. And I'm it wasn't as shocked. the sports stuff wasn't as bad as you thought it would be, was it? No, I still like 
I don't know. I didn't get like as invested in it as everyone else I think... does, but I still support y'all. And the sports yeah. stuff definitely, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought. And it wasn't like the overly masculine, like kind of mm-hmm. book that exactly. I was expecting. Um, See, I feel so like, better. yeah, I feel like I also didn't get as invested, but I really do think that the investment comes from the weekly or monthly or yeah. whatever the release schedule was. Yeah. I was just it was say, sporadic. I think right. it, it's more of like a, you had to be there kind of thing. Like right. I yeah. still appreciate it. I still appreciate it. I had a good time reading it overall. I am, you know, I am glad that I was finally forced to read it because now I know I can now I know what I what everyone's talking about but it is you now do. we know what a nursery dex is I do we think know what yeah, a nursery dex is. exactly I know what a nursery dex is but I do think some of that is like you had to be there for it, it makes mm-hmm. the experience like a little bit different which you know is great in either sense you know it's a good yeah. experience I think and I think you also like if you I feel like someone who just read it wouldn't really get the experience no matter when they were reading it but like if you like look into all the huddles mm-hmm. and the and the um tweets and like go on tumblr and look at all the content like you see everyone talking about all these other characters and like even though like you know when i first read it i was like i want to see people talk about jack and biddy and so i looked for like stuff and like everyone was talking about like all these other characters like who the fuck are these people and then you're like well i want to know who these people are so i can participate in this and then you find out and it takes over your life so that's the that's where the investment comes in. So if you're not out there looking for that, then it's just not going to happen for you, which is fine. I think it's still enjoy- very enjoyable yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for listening to our episode. If you have any thoughts about Check Please that you want to share, you can always send them to us on our Twitter, which is at the Bookos. Or our Instagram, which is at Pod. You can also send us an email at bookhosepod at gmail.com. And next week, we will be discussing the uh, Shadow and Bone TV show. So definitely, if you are interested in the show, watch it when it comes out and then listen to our episode. We will be doing like, I guess, a non-spoilery portion in the beginning, but we'll be doing a spoiler portion for the beginning. So if you can watch it when it comes out, you should. So that way you can listen to our episode right away. Yeah. And you have a week to like watch it. And yeah. you can send in your thoughts on that too. Yeah, that's the other thing. We want you to send in our thoughts. So that's why we want you to watch it. Yes. <laughs> also, since this was our group read in April, which Grace picked, it's now we're almost into May. So that means we have to talk about our May group read. Um, and this one was a collective decision. So we all decided that for May, we would read Twice Shy by Sarah Hogel. Um, I've already read it and Sarah is currently in the process of reading it. But I'm going to reread it because it was so good. So I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, And yeah. And that episode comes out. May 17th. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit earlier than usual. Yeah. The book's only like 300 pages. So read it and send in your thoughts. Yeah. And Sarah and I are busy. (laughs) So that's why we had to push it earlier. But we're going to have a... We're going to have an interesting schedule in May. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. But it'll be very fun. You'll see some stuff or yes. you'll hear it. I guess you won't see it because this is a podcast. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Um, and you can listen to it on any of the platforms, Apple, Spotify. Leave a rating and write a review as well. And then share the podcast with all of your friends. Thank you all so very much for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.